0: Hi there, Diana here. The Nib Section is the work of volunteers who have a passion for pens and the fountain pen community. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and would like to support us, go and give us a rating on iTunes or share us on social media. It helps us to find new listeners. Thanks and enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome to the Nib Section, the official podcast of Fountain Pens Oceania. Today is episode seven and a half. Why the half episode? All become clear very soon. I'm Max Shoemaker, and today I'm riding with a Pelican M200 Café Creme with a broad cursive italic nib, and at the moment it's filled with Mont Blanc, Rocky Orange, on to what's happening in Fountain Pens, Oceania. We've got ourselves a Sydney meet happening at 12pm until 4pm on Saturday, November 18th at the Village Inn in Paddington, and the Melbourne Pen Show the week after at Malvern Town Hall from 9am till 4pm on Sunday, the 26th of November, entry is $10.00. Show hosts Tavit, Mark, Sophia and Jean will be there and will be likely up for a meet and greet if you're at the show. I recall last year there was a big dinner after the show and uh, everyone who went had a really good time. Now unfortunately we're going on a short hiatus for most of November, likely coming back around the 21st due to some producers and hosts' personal lives. We'll be returning in episode 8, Nibs 101, featuring Sharon, Chuck, Tavit and possibly myself. I'll we'll also have some news and a recap of the Melbourne Pen Show in the episode after, and our recommendations for a fountain pen-related Christmas gift possibly the same episode. On to news and new releases. We've got a very Aurora-centric episode this week, which suits me quite well. Images of a new Aurora Optima model have been posted on their Instagram with a model they're calling O Sole Mio. It looks a lot like a Delta Delta Vita. It's almost uh, intellectual property thief uh, theft. It's got a black cap uh, with the orange celluloid uh, barrel and a black blind cap and section and uh, this time they've got rose gold trim on it. As always it's a piston filler with nibs ranging from extra fine to double broad and italic and stub options and some oblique broads and mediums at certain retailers. Edition numbers are yet to be announced. The only place I've found prices yet was Iguana Cell at 700 Australian dollars, a very good price for an Optima. If you're after a Delta Dolce Vita but annoyed about their QC and their possibility of service in the future, this may not be a bad option. The second aurora release this month is the 88 Marte, which I mentioned a few weeks ago in the news. It's a bright red aurora load with a black section and a black blind cap, again with rose gold trim, comparable to the Nebulosa and the Soleil, their previous model. It's limited to 888 pieces and priced at €720 euro at Lacaronde Compt. Compte, again nibs uh, ranging from extra fine to double broad, with italics, stub and obliques at certain retailers. Compared to the Nebulosa and the previous Soleil model, it's not quite my cup of tea, and I'm generally not a fan of red pens, but the rose gold really pops on this. The third Aurora release, and the one I'm most excited for this year, is this year's uh, Aurora Optima 365. They're calling it the special blue, or the calendar. There's about three different names at three different retailers. It's a lovely shade of blue, um, with some green and purple elements in this sort of chunk aureloid, and a black section, which as standard with rhodium trim. Limited to 365 pieces, one for each day of the year and priced at €660 Euro or 545 without value added tax, again at Lacaronde Compte, the nibs are the same as the previous two that I mentioned. Compared to last year's 365, or actually 366, the Abyssi, which had some QC issues with the Oroloid, this one looks a lot better in natural light. This was probably going to be my big pen purchase this year, along with the Visconti Corsani Octagonal if I can get one. The fourth Aurora release this month is this month's uh, 88 Minerali, the diopside, which features bright green Aurora load on the cap finial and the piston knob with a clear demonstrator barrel and rhodium trim again. Price is $716 and is limited, like last month's Azurite, to 388 pieces. Nibs are again from extra fine, double broad with star metallic and oblique medium and broad options. Compared to last month's Azurite, I don't think this one's as nice because the green's not dark enough for my tastes. The fifth and final Aurora release is the second part of their Dante Alighieri Divine Comedy series, the Purgatorio. It's a blue lacquered body with silver trim, and the bands have engravings of laurel leaves on them, the same nibs used in the Optima and the 88. It's limited to 1,265 regular edition models, which commemorates the uh, year of birth of Dante Alighieri, and 19 special edition models with sapphires set into the clips. Compared to the previous Inferno model, this one's a bit more understated. The Inferno was very eye-catching, with its bronze trim on a black body with red accents, and this one's a bit more muted. Now for a bit of sad news. Italian pen company Delta are closing their doors, according to Jaffa, the US distributor. It appears that the company is on its last legs, with workers not being paid and the factory not operating. It's always a shame to see a company close, and with Omars closing last year, this leaves only Aurora, Montegrappa, Visconti, and to a lesser extent, Stipula making pens in Italy. There was only one uh, Delta pen that really caught my eye, and it was their Amalfi Coast Special Edition Magnifica. Who knows what ha- will happen. I don't imagine a situation where someone buys the rights to the name, like Sid Saperstein did with Wollever Sharp, and Emmanuel Caldigerone did with uh, Omas to start the new ASC pens. And as sad as that may be, I don't see it happening. As I mentioned earlier, the Aurora Optima Osole Mio might be a good pen for anyone, considering a Delta Vita at this point in time. The Pilot Customer Rushi is now available in Vermilion and Black, with Vermilion only being available in the Japanese retail market. MSRP is 88,000 uh, yen, or just over 1,000 Australian dollars. Nibs are the number 30 size, which fits in between the number 20 found on the Namiki, Namiki Yukari sorry, and the number 50 found on the Namiki, the Namiki Emperor. Nibs run from fine medium, medium and broad, which is a very limited set of sizes, and I wish Pilot would start to offer their more specialised nibs in these larger sizes and in more pens. Brisbane Stationery Store Bookbinders have announced that they're discontinuing their Snake Ink series, which is a shame, as there's some really unique and interesting colours like Red Belly Black and Blue Coral in there. Red Belly Black in particular is a black with some really lovely red sheen. Uh, this change leaves just Oster, Blackstone, Toucan, and Van Diemen's making it in Australia, which is admittedly quite a good range for a country as small as ours, but it's still a shame to see them go. That's all for this week. If you'd like to give us an iTunes review, that'd be lovely. You can discuss the episode on our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at, at the nib Section, or email us at the nib Section at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, I can be found at and 98 Have a good one, and we'll be back in late November for episode 8.